Welcome to episode two of my public economics podcast. I'm Paul Henches, as always, and today I'm happy to be joined by my good friend Colton Spomer. Hi, I'm Colton. Uh, I'm a senior mechanical engineer here at Mines. And yeah. You're going to work at Lockheed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've accepted a full time position working for Lockheed Martin. So, today's topic we are going to be talking about the F 35. Um, which is why I have Colton on today because he is working for Lockheed and F-35 were the people who were ultimately uh, designing and building the F-35. So the F-35 is a airplane. It's a, um, it was designed to be a low cost alternative, a fighter, a fighter jet, um, that will specialize in air combat and strike missions. Uh, they're also specialized to take off from aircraft carriers. So to be able to get up to high speed. In relatively short distances. Um, so that's what the F-35 was. It was initially, you know, proposed in 2001. So as I'm going to do in all of my podcasts, um, I'm going to ask my guest, Colton, how much he thinks the F-35, the entire program, was supposed to cost. And then I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> My estimation was way wrong. <laughs> so the entire <laughs> program, how much was it supposed to cost? And then what percentage was that over budget? And then I also want to know why do you think it was either over or under budget? Oh, and, and to give background on this this particular topic... Colton had told me before I even picked this as my topic that the F-35 was one of the most over budget items that Lockheed has ever been a part of. I don't know about Lockheed. I just know it's it catches a lot of controversy within Lockheed. Uh, within the world. Oh, okay. A lot of people just hate the so F-35 I, program. I had never heard of the F-35 until I did this program. So I decided to just pick this one first because I had heard from Colton before I even decided to pick this project that it was kind of notoriously a over-budget item. So I will say that I knew that it was over-budget before I, I started doing research, and I'm not. I'm going to try to avoid that. I'm going to try to make a prediction for myself before I do any any research. But I had a little bit of hindsight for myself in this one. So Colton, go ahead. How much do you think it cost ultimately? And you can say in either two thousand one dollars or in two thousand nineteen dollars. Well, I'd say in, matter. <laughs> in money right now. <laughs> and then you can. And then um, what percentage was that over budget? And then why do you think it was over budget? So does that include? the planes that they were just the design and like everything the whole program building the planes the design for the planes so they're still making them by the way so we haven't actually spent all the money (laughs) yeah that's kind of what i was wondering because we don't know how many we're going to make in the end um and it's still being designed certain yeah yep this is all we talked about (laughs) (laughs) okay um i have no gauge of how much money a plane cost i didn't either Let's say, like, originally it was going to cost $15 billion. Okay. And what do you think it ultimately? Like $50 billion. $50 billion? Okay, so that's like 30, a three-fold increase, three times more? Yeah. Okay. I think it's probably more than that. But... So uh, why do you think it was over budget? Uh, 
uh, a lot of times that defense contracting companies make bids for different contracts, it's more in their best interest to be over budget because they've already won the program and the government's going to continue to dump money into it, basically. That is very insightful because that's basically exactly correct. Yeah. <laughs> so my initial guess, just like Colton, I had absolutely no idea what the uh, what a plane program would cost. So I guessed $1 billion overall and that that would be 300% over budget. So just about what Colton said, 300% over the budget, but I was way lower on what I thought the actual cost was going to be. Turns out we both way underestimated what it uh, was even expected to cost and then what it ultimately cost. So the program was started in 2001 in October where Lockheed Martin won the bid from the Pentagon to build 2,500 planes. Um, they won the bid at $200 billion. <laughs> um, so that puts it as $291 billion during you know modern modern day money. Um, so most of those planes were going to go to... Uh, the United States Air Force, obviously, and then a few to the Navy, and then a few also to foreign countries. Um, so that's a roughly eighty million dollars per plane, and it was supposed to the program was supposed to last until twenty forty, um, but most of the money was supposed to be uh, spent during the design phase at the very beginning, and then you know the planes were going to start getting phased out as time went by. Um, so we are about right now halfway through what the program was supposed to be. How long it's supposed to take, and they were supposed to have spent about three quarters of the money by now. So this was supposed to pay for Lockheed uh, designing the designing the planes, uh, and then for the uh, government to maintain the planes and update them. Um, so this cost estimation, I think, for most of my podcasts, I'm just going to give a lot of the initial cost estimations. But this one is so funny, I feel like I have to go through the whole process of how the the cost yeah, estimation has changed. Because it's really come a long way. So it started in 2001 at $200 billion. There were very few estimates changes until about 2005 where it came out that they are thinking it's going to actually cost about $250 billion to make this. Um, and a lot of that was to reduce some risk in some of the software programs and to add the newest technology to these planes. In 2006, the first uh, F-35 took flight. It's obviously very different now from those 2006 planes, but the first 2000, in 2006, the first plane took flight. Uh, it was then, again, relatively silent until 2010, uh, until more estimates came out for the cost, uh, at, during which the Pentagon, uh, the Cost Assessment and Program Evaluation, that's an acronym for CAPE, uh, came out with updated estimate of $1.1 trillion. So it went from $250 billion in 2005 all of a sudden jumped up to $1.1 trillion in 2010. So the price of the aircraft had now more than doubled from uh, the initial cost estimations, and they'd already spent 50% more money in two, by 2010 than what they were supposed to spend throughout the entire length of the program ending in 2040. Um, in 2010, they asked the deputy director of CAPE, his name was Matthew J. Schaefer, why it was costing so much. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit what he's saying. But basically, he said that technology is changing so fast that it's hard to keep up. So they're constantly having to battle with these new technologies, and uh, they want to get the best technology into these planes. So he said specifically, we can't have half the stealth of what we could. We want the best, so we always will be doing uh, these new implementations. 
He also said he was relatively new to the job, apparently, by 2010. And he said that there was a huge culture. There needed to be a big culture change for estimating uh, new bids because basically he said exactly what Colton said is that Lockheed won the uh, the bid for $200 billion at the initial over Boeing. And it seemed like from the very beginning that was kind of a joke and that Lockheed knew, at least in his words, Michael J. Schaefer, he said that they knew they weren't going to get it done for $200 billion. It was a kind of a lie to get, get the bid. Which a lot of defense companies do. They underbid other companies just like almost anything. Exactly. And then uh, Schaefer also spoke to the fact that the government wasn't going to stop spending money on this because they already put all of this money into this plane. It was, you know, people don't understand what sunk cost means. You know, they, they thought, oh, we'll just keep pumping money towards this. They can't ask for too much more. And then it, eventually it, it, the estimate rolled up to $1.1 trillion. So now we get to 2014, four years later. Um, you start to not just see the high costs start to add up, but also scheduling. Um, so Lockheed Martin and the government weren't seeing eye to eye in a lot of issues. Um, so they're 13 years in the project by 2014, and they already had said we're seven years behind schedule. So they, not just the, the money, but the time frame is also starting to get pushed back. The good news is at this point, the price per plane has started to drop as the production became more consistent. So the planes were all the way back down to 150 million per plane. But that's still over double of, or close to double of the 80 million estimate uh, of the price per plane. Now we jump forward to 2017. The cost of the plane is down to 90 million, and the total cost estimate are somewhere between 1.1 trillion and 1.5 trillion, depending on where you looked. And by 2020, right now we're in 2020, obviously. So far, we spent 430 billion on this already and produced only 491 planes. The plan is still to produce 2,500 planes, but that is supposed to be until 2070 now instead of 2040. So remember, the initial cost estimate was $200 billion, and according to CAPE, uh, the Pentagon again, the cost estimate is currently sits at just under $1.2 trillion for that entire life all the way until 2070. So we're about a six-fold increase and a 30-year delay. And just like what Schaefer said in 2010, um, it's too late, really. <laughs> once you're once you're 430 billion dollars deep, they're going to continue to fund this project until the F uh, until the F-35 is fully complete and the programs ran out. Um, there's one thing I would like to say though, that obviously money now or in 2001 is not the same as money in 2070. So it's a little hard to fully compare the 1.2 trillion estimate versus the initial $200 billion estimate um, because a lot of that money is going to be spent so far into the future. Its value is less than what it is now. It's hard to tell exactly what if you bring it to the same time period. I can't quite do that because we don't have the exact cash flows for what the future cost is going to be because it only has the, I mean, the latest on this program is 2020. So they have estimates that it's going to cost you know, 1.2 trillion over the life, but it doesn't have the exact uh, time period in which they're going to do that. So we can't bring it back to one specific time period to get a true value. But even still, it's, you know, most, a lot of the money's already been spent. So it's not unreasonable to think that 1.2 trillion 
is more than what the present day value is, but it's not a whole lot more. I'd say it's probably just what my quick math was is probably roughly about one trillion um, in terms of present day value compared to 291 billion of present day value in 2001. So all in all, that's still a, you know, three and a half fold more than what it was initially projected to be. And just like what Colton said at the very beginning and what Michael J. Schaefer said, you can't go back once you start to once you start to uh, put that much money in, and then also the the estimates at the very beginning were not exactly correct. Have you looked at like other planes besides the F thirty five or anything like that? Uh, I haven't yet so far. No, I might I might do another plane at this point, but okay. I haven't looked at other ones. Yeah, to compare how much yeah. this one was over budget. Yeah, I'll probably uh I might I might do another podcast and have you back on for that one. Sounds good. Yeah, and yeah. I want to be—I don't work on the F thirty-five or anything like that. <laughs> I, I work on a different branch of Lockheed Martin. <laughs> Had to throw that one in there. Yeah, I just don't want to don't want to throw Lockheed under the bus here or anything. <laughs> but yeah, do you have anything else to say, Colton? I don't think so. All right, that's all I got. Interesting. Thanks for uh, listening in. That's all I have for today. Um, and look forward for my next podcast. Thank you very much. Bye.